Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you, Vanessa. Always great to catch up with my next guest from the Melbourne Storm. Frank Panisi, the General Manager of Football, joins us. Morning, Frank. Good morning, Matty. How are you? I'm good, thanks, mate. Getting ready for another big year. Um, and there's a lot of top-line stuff to talk to you about, obviously, from, from coach to even the New South Wales Blues. But can I start by getting into the nitty-gritty of something that's not touched on a lot at your club? Because for the first time in your 25-year history, you're going to have teams in Harold Matz, SG Ball, Jersey Flag in the New South Wales competitions, which is a great achievement in itself, but also a big pathway for Victorian players. That's correct, Matty. Uh, look, that's pathways is an area that we're spending considerable amount of time um, over the next few years. We've identified that to remain uh, strong in, in the NRL and, and continue uh, the legacy that we've built over the last 25 years, we, we need to build our pathways. Uh, when the national youth competition, the under-20s, as it was known, uh, stopped uh, after, after the 2017 season, we've just noticed that the amount of players that, that we've brought to the club and, and come through as young players has uh, dried up a bit. So we've gone heavy in, into the pathways, into the New South Wales Rugby League competition. So, uh, yeah, last weekend was the first time we had a Harold Matthews and, uh, and an SG Ball as the Melbourne Storm. So... Um, we're excited, and uh, you know it's going to take it's going to take a while, but uh, we believe it, it's definitely the way forward. Have you got a number in mind, and and what do you reckon would be a realistic percentage number of say players at your club in five years' time who would be Victorian bred or based? Well, in terms of young players coming through, and we get back to the old under twenties, I, I thought our two thousand and seventeen premiership team is as good a team, if not the best team that we've had in our club's history, and. And, and the team that took the field that day, the 17 players, I think 14 of those players came to the club before their age of 19. Um, so if, right. we, if we ever got to those, those uh, would would be really pleased. But, um, you know, the Suafar Longo last year became the fifth Melbourne Storm local product to play in the Storm. And whilst that was an exciting time, if you, if you look at those figures, five and 25 years is not good enough. So we've really set ourselves a target to double that in the next five years. So... Um, you know, we, we and, and we believe we can. We believe that you know we put the time in, into the local players here. The game's definitely growing over the years. Uh, numbers are good. We've just got to improve the quality through good coaching and most importantly, good opportunities. And obviously, mate, down there, you you have to first and foremost essentially stop um, young footballers from wanting to go down the AFL road. So, what what's the selling point? Especially when you're coming in, if you're looking at families who don't grow up playing rugby league or don't have an interest in rugby league, is there a, you know, do you take a, a flyer out there? Is there a particular selling point that you use to try and get youngsters into the game in Victoria? 
Well, it's twofold, Matt. I think one thing about Melbourne, and um, there's a strong Polynesian base here in Melbourne that, that have moved um, from from other areas, and, and now the, the young young boys and, and girls, because the game's growing, uh, are being born in Melbourne, so coming from a Polynesian background, and obviously Polynesians are more suited to the rugby case, that being rugby league or rugby union, and they're probably less inclined to play AFL because of their body shapes, and uh, and, and they come from rugby type family. So I think we've got a, a good start there uh, in, in terms of the, the non-Polynesian players. I, look, I think it's it's given those opportunities and the coaching and um, that they can actually, from a young age, get in a system, play for the Melbourne Storm and, and, and see that there's a possible future. So I think showing them a pathway is, is the best way of, of recruiting players that uh, potentially thinking about playing rugby league. One of the great things about your role is you, you, you know, we can talk to you about things like pathways and then we go all the way to the very top and we can talk about the, the highest of, of level conversations that go on at the Melbourne Storm. So it's the annual question about Craig Bellamy and about what happens this year and about what happens next. Um, how far down the track are you with all of that planning? Yeah, look, it's, a, it's an annual question, but I must say Craig's very relaxed and the club's very relaxed about it as well. I, I think probably we've become... I wouldn't say immune to it, but you've, you've, you've become accustomed to it. That you know, it's since Craig signed that contract a couple of years ago, where it was a rolling contract, we're all comfortable with it. So we've, you know, we've got systems in place where, uh, when Craig makes a decision either way, we'll, we'll move forward. But uh, look, he's he's enjoying the coaching as much as I've ever seen him. You can see a lot of young players coming through. He's, uh, you know, he's also been involved in the pathways. Got to the kids a couple of weeks ago and spoken to the coaches. So. He can see them coming through. So, look, there's no hurry from, from the uh, from the club on, on Craig. I'm sure he'll make his decision at some stage. There's certainly no deadline, as, as people may think there is. Um, but we're, we're comfortable with it. And I think when he's ready to make the decision. But I must say, he's coaching as, as well as I've seen him ever coach before. And, he, and he's enjoying it. So, it wouldn't surprise me if he won again, round again. But at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised if he decided to look at the next chapter in, in his life as well. So, it could go either way. Do you have, I mean, I'm assuming, mate, but do you have plan B in place? Oh, look, there's a number of people that would, would be considered. I mean, it's, we've, we've probably said it that we would, our preference, but not necessarily um, compulsory, that we'd, we'd go for a, either a current Melbourne Storm coach in the system or a former person that's been involved in the club. That would probably be our preference. And there are a number of those people without naming any names. So I think that would, would be our first port of call is to look at our current assistant coaches uh, or people that have, have been at our club over the last five or so years or even 10 years that understand the club, understand the, the history of the club and, and how what the club's all about. Uh, that would probably be how we'd start the, the proceedings if, if and, and once uh, we need to look for a new coach. So trials get underway next Thursday for you. you got the Bulldogs at Belmore, and that'll be followed by a match against the Knights in Fiji. So that'll that'll set some history as well, taking a pre-season match over to Fiji. That's on the 24th of February. So how is the squad? Give us an insight into um, the playing group, the ins and outs, and, and how the boys have come back for 2024. Matty, I think we'd be like any of the other 16 clubs if you rang around and said it has pre-season. Everyone's firing and... Everyone's in great shape and uh, uh, really looking forward to a big year. And we're no different. It's been an, an, another great pre-season. I mean, a tough pre-season, I must say. But again, I think you get the same response if you rang any of the 16 clubs. But now the boys are training well. Uh, there's no doubt about that. They're, they're ready to play. I think like all players at all clubs, once you come to the end of January, where that's the heavy month, uh, they're ready to play. And now players are no different. Uh, 
but you know, I think Cameron Munster's probably been a player that you know I like to pay credit to. He's come back in fantastic condition, and you know I've never seen him in such good condition as, as right now. Uh, you know, Ryan Pappenhausen's a player everyone asks about, and again, Ryan is mm. uh, you know training really well, and we expect him to play in that first trial next week against the Bulldogs at Belmore, um, which will be exciting for, for us and for him more importantly. Uh, but yeah, there's, there's a number of other players that are training really well. Well, well, some of those players will play next week against the Bulldogs, and but they'll all definitely play against Fiji um, in two weeks' time. In, uh, sorry, against Newcastle and Fiji. It's it's a game we're really excited about, Matt. It's it came through our sponsorship with Fiji Airways, and yeah, there's never been an NRL game played over there, and, and we're looking forward to it. Absolutely. Was there a temptation with Ryan? It's great to hear that that he's ready to rumble. Was there a temptation to? To try and hold him back, I guess, from from these trials, or is is he is he knocking on your door to say I've got to get I've got to get back into it? Yeah, Craig actually wanted to hold him for the Fiji trial against the Knights, but it was actually perhaps that uh, went to Craig and said I, I want to play in that first game. I think he's he's ready. Um, the medical staff are really pleased. They've got no no issue whatsoever. Same as the performance staff. So uh, yeah, that's no, definitely been driven by perhaps, but uh, we you know with our full backing. So yeah, we're looking forward to him taking the field next uh, Thursday night. All right, final one. Let's take off your storm cap. Let's put on your New South Wales Blues cap. It's massive for you to, to get into this arena, right? And and the reaction's been terrific. And it's and it's you know testament to what you've done in the game that a lot of people are expecting really big things from you in the New South Wales Blues camp. What are you expecting from your role under Madge and alongside Madge? Oh, well, first of all, Matt, it was a privilege just to be asked by Madge. It's something I've looked afar for. A, I've since I've been, I've been a young player. I remember watching the first uh, Origin game way back in 1980. So to be asked and to be involved is, you know, I consider it a privilege and uh, certainly don't take the position lightly. But I, I think one of the the attractions, you know, leaving aside the, you know, the, you know, the, the lure of being involved in the state of Origin is the staff that Madge has put around him. I mean, obviously, Madge himself was someone that I wanted to work with. So that was an easy sell. But, but, you know, people like John Cartwright and Matty King and, and Brett White and Paul Siren is involved and, and there's a n- number of other people that he's put together. So that was a big attraction. So I think uh, to be involved in a, in a, in a team o- away from the team, it, it was really exciting. And, and obviously working with, you know, the very best players in New South Wales, that, again, is, is going to be exciting. So, uh, yeah, I'm just probably, in a nutshell, just working part of a really good team at what excites me the most. Good on you, Frank. You're always great with your time. Appreciate it. I know you're busy, so we'll let you get on with your day. Thanks so much, and uh, good luck for the season. Thanks, Matty. Much appreciated. There he is, Frank Panisi from the Melbourne Storm and, of course, the New South Wales Blues. So good insight there into the pathways. Um, It's not something you often think about when you think about the Melbourne Storm in particular, but Ryan Pappenhausen ready to go for the first trial next Thursday against the Bulldogs. Um, I wondered whether or not they'd try to hold him back, and it seems as though Craig Bellamy was thinking about that, but player um, power has come to the fore here. He said, I'm ready to go. Why not have a crack at it? And Cameron Munster returning to training fit as for 2024 with that um, history-making preseason match in Fiji off the back of their new sponsorship. So that'll be Saturday the 24th of February, and that'll be the Storm v. the Knights um, so there's an update from south of the border. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is my open line number. We're talking all things sport right here on 1170 AM in Sydney.